last night I had one of these times where I sat down and I was like, I do not know what I'm going to talk about today. Like, I had no idea. Every now and then, I'll sit down because uh, I do uh, 100% of the preparation for the show. Uh, <laughs> just, 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 you're not even going to rise to that? No, I, I thought about I thought about starting stuff, and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to let that go because, truth be told, that is way more right than it is wrong. It is not 100% <laughs> right, but it is way closer to right than it is wrong. All right, 98%? <laughs> you're such a jerk. Carry but this on. is because, as we've spoken about before, I bring this on myself because I think you would just feel for you would be very happy just coming to this show and just going for it. Yep. But I can't do that. I need the preparation. So I sat down. I was like, I don't know what to talk about. Like I, I didn't have any idea. Like I couldn't think of anything. There wasn't like anything burning. I had a couple of pieces of follow up, and then I just had one thought, which ended up spiraling out into here's a mini topic and a game. Which we're gonna oh, <laughs> we're gosh. gonna participate in that a little later on today. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm in, I I did see the game. I did not click into the requisite link to give away the game. All I saw Good, was because I I haven't done. Uh, we'll get to it later, but I have not read the link very much because the point of the game is for us to play the game as as it's happening. Right. All right, so uh, we should start by me disclaiming I am still a bit nasally. If you happen to listen mm. to the latest episode of ATP, um, I sounded really bad. Now I just sound a little bit bad. So it is not Mike's levels. It's not my levels. Nothing's been changed. Nothing's been altered. It's just my sinuses are full of rocks well, or something. This so. is one of those things that like, it, it leads quite nicely into our follow-up. I don't think any ATP listeners will complain that there was a level problem. I think that they would know that it's, you know, no, it's fine. Yeah, well, in the past. Because they're nice like that. In the past, we have gotten some lip when somebody is sick and we did, did not disclaim that on the show. Like, oh, why did, why did John sound like crap this week? Right, no. that's what I mean. But that's ATP. This isn't ATP, buddy. Uh, fair point, fair point. So this ain't, am, this ain't your papa's podcast. <laughs> so I am on the mend, but I am not 100%, and that's why I sound a little bit funky. Um, Have you taken any sick time, or has this been a, no. a I'm going to work through this kind of deal? No, the, the only thing I've taken is about a billion tissues to my nose. Um, mm. is, is, is that, what do you guys call those? Is that tissue Kleenex or something else entirely? Uh, we, call them, we call them tissues. Okay, yeah, it, it, t- tissue or Kleenex seems to be either or here you, either either one will be understood we have kleenex like it is a brand here but kleenex for us isn't like how hoover is right yeah. where it's the i can't remember what that there's like a phrase I know what for you're this yep, yep, yep. where the, where the brand becomes the thing it's like searching it's googling yeah 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 like hoovering i i understand that only because i know british people hello mm-hmm. uh but oh. Were it not for that, I, if you had told me you were going to go Hoover something, I would have no freaking clue what you were talking about. No. It's a vacuum cleaner brand called Hoover. Oh, yeah, so we have Hoovering. Hoovers, but I, but using yeah. that as a verb, I would be like, what? So anyway, uh, we should also start by saying uh, in this 101st episode of the uh, Analog Show on your Relay FM network, thank you to everyone who uh, wrote in and said that they enjoyed the uh, the last episode. Thank you, of course, to Jason Snell one last time for, for mm-hmm. mediating everything. But the response, not that I expected it to be bad by any stretch. I expected to get, you know, a little bit of positive feedback, but uh, people were really excited about it. And I was, I was really excited yeah, I think- that people were excited. I think it was a combination of people being excited about the episode and just like a what I would say was a loving outpouring of just general I love the show. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Which I was, you know, I'm v- very, very thankful for that. I can see, you know, I can understand why, like, a hundred episode, it was a very meta episode by design, right? Like, we were uh, talking about the history of the show, and uh, we had a few people that went back and listened to a couple of the episodes that we caught out, which was awesome. So I'm, I'm pleased that we got to highlight some of what we considered to be our favorite episodes um, for people to go and listen to in case they've missed them. So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, as always, we are very thankful for everybody that listens and. And especially to everyone who said anything nice, like thank you so much uh, for doing that over the last week. It's been it's been very nice to to open my Twitter timeline and, and get some some just some love over the last couple of days, which is which has been great. Yeah, I also uh, received a uh, piece of mail uh, over the last few days. A, a friend of mine who I used to work with, who is also also a listener, uh, my friend Eric. Uh, you've met Eric, although you probably don't recall. You met him at WWDC at one point or another. Anyway, he uh, he Hello, actually Eric. he actually dispatched uh, to use a micism a, a greeting card that said "Congrats" and had a little message about uh, congratulations for 100 episodes. Which I, I got this card from Eric, and I and getting something from Eric isn't entirely unusual. I mean, getting something through the physical mail is a little bit weird, but you know, not entirely unusual. And then I open this card and it says "Congrats" on the front. And the funny thing is, I had no idea what it was about, and so I open it up and I'm like, "What is? Oh." Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. Thanks, Eric. So, yeah. Uh, if I received a congratulations card, I would not tie it to the fact that right. the show had just passed a hundred episodes. Like, yeah, exactly. It would take me quite a while to realize what that was all about. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was quite funny, and uh, I do appreciate it. So, a uh, personal shout out for you. If you if you if you send me snail mail, don't really don't be creepy. But if you send me snail mail, don't be creepy. Then you might get a personal shout out. Don't be creepy. Talking about receiving mail. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I knew you were up to something because. Mm-hmm. You can't just ask a question like a normal person. Nope. Like the way in which you ask questions when you're up to something means that you're, it's obvious that you're up to something. And you were confirming my address. And at yes. first, I thought you were maybe just updating your stalker card. And then oh, no. I soon realized that you actually needed me to walk you through how oh, to yes. fill out an address form. Yes, because your addresses make no darn sense, which is to say they're just unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, and I received a, a package today. Well, actually, again... In true creepy Casey style, have you checked your mail today? <laughs> there is something in your mailbox. It's... Hey, buddy. Okay, so I go down and there's an Amazon package, and I open it and I see a blue. I see blue, and when I see blue, I already know that Casey has delivered to me. I don't know what it is at this point, but I know that he has delivered to me what I am going to call a disc of obligation. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know accurate. why? Let me tell you why this. Well, I will tell you what it is in a moment, but I want to kind of run people through my my thoughts regarding this. Is when I see a blue case, a DVD case in blue, I know it's a Blu-ray. Now, I can't like Blu-ray is at least for me. I mean, it's 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 an inconvenience really because I only have one device in my home that can play Blu-ray, uh, and it's in my office. So whatever case he sent me is something I'm going to have to watch in my office. Like, I can't watch it in the living room unless I unplug the PlayStation, which is all kind of cable-managed into its position. Wait, wait, the PlayStation is in the office, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And that's the only Blu-ray player? That's the only Blu-ray player that I have. Okay. Uh, Also funny that, like... the. 
just to send somebody a Blu-ray. Like you, you're putting a lot of stock into assuming that they have a Blu-ray player. Did you know that the PlayStation Four could play yes. Blu-ray? I knew the you PlayStation Three okay. could play Blu-ray. You knew the PlayStation 3 could play Blu-ray, but you didn't know the PlayStation 4 could play Blu-ray. I knew it doesn't necessarily mean that they would carry that technology over. Yeah, well, I knew they still can, they still took discs, and I assumed <laughs> they would work. Okay. So I have uh, I got a Blu-ray, and I was like, okay, what has he sent me? And I pull it out, and I have Firefly, the complete series. So mm-hmm. not only has he sent me... A Blu-ray, it is not a movie. Oh, it no. It is not a 120-minute deal. It's not a 90-minute deal. It's Mm-mm. 625 minutes of obligation. You are welcome. That has to be viewed in my office. You are welcome. And now, the problem is, is this isn't just a thing that I can receive. Because if I didn't bring it up, you were going to bring it up. And now people are going to want me to watch this. Mm-hmm. Your your life is better for for me having done this. You just don't know it yet. The funny thing about this is, um, I thought about. Thank you for the gift, by the way. You are so very welcome, Mike, and so is Adina. She probably will not watch this with me. I, you know her better than I, but uh, Aaron might love this TV show even more than I do. And this is probably my second favorite TV show of all time, only behind Top Gear. Well, she's not going to enjoy watching it in the office with me. That is true. So. Here's the thing. I had thought about just insisting that you download, especially now that you're on a proper internet connection, insisting on you download the rip that I made, or if I haven't made, could make, of my Blu-ray copy of Firefly of the entire series. And I thought about that, but then I thought, A, it is actually, truth be told, a, a not insignificant amount of work to download, you know, 13 or whatever it is, different files. And it would be a considerable amount of space uh, for you to store them all. And so I thought, well, not only is that a bit of an inconvenience for Mike, but I don't know. I don't know if he would really ever bother because it's not really obligating him to do everything and anything if there's just files sitting on his computer. If I send him something that clearly has cost me money, though, because Mike's a nice guy, that will commit him to watching at least a couple of these episodes. And if I can get a couple episodes out of him, I can get him to watch the whole series because Firefly is amazing. So I thought I will just dispatch. Here we go again with the dispatch. I will dispatch you a Blu-ray of the entire series of Firefly. I did not include Serenity, which is the full-length feature film that came after, uh, only because I didn't want to overwhelm you. Although if you get through Firefly, I will put it on the record now. I am happy to send that to you as well. I also did not include a box of Velveeta, which I was considering doing because it was like 12 or 13 pounds for the Velveeta alone before you even had to ship anything. Uh, but it would, I just, I, I would, no, I don't want it. <laughs> and on top of that, on top of that, I figured there would now be a negative, hypothetically, there would have been a negative association with Firefly simply because of the proximity to Velveeta. And so for several different reasons, I did not include the Velveeta in. Because uh, here's the thing. Right. I love you. I love you so much. You are one of the most important people in my life. I would straight up throw the Velveeta in the trash. <laughs> like it would it may not have even made it in the house because I opened the Amazon package on my way from the mailbox to my to my front door. Because <laughs> we're like we're in an apartment building, right? So like the mail is all collected in those little boxes downstairs and we go down and get it. 
Um, I I would have had to have passed the trash. For the it record, it would have gone straight in. For the record, the better, more obnoxious way to handle this would have been to hold the Velveeta, to bring it to the United States in June, nope. and hand like it to me crime. in person. It's like take a that war across crime. borders. Yeah, <laughs> oh it is. God. I get anyway. imprisoned for something like that. Well, in today's America, maybe. But you know what I'm saying? That it would have been even funnier. Oh, you seem to have left this at my house, Casey. Here's your Velveeta. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so. You don't actually have to watch Firefly, and I do genuinely feel a little bit guilty because I did not realize that the only Blu-ray player you have is the PlayStation, and that is located in the office. I truly did not know that. Uh And to that end, since we have both purchased a copy of this Blu-ray, I have no qualms with sharing with you a ripped version of this Blu-ray so that you can watch it somewhere else if that's more convenient for you, be that on an iPad or something else. We'll talk about that. Before I watch it, that's probably what we'll do, because then I can watch it anywhere. Truth be told, the rightest thing is probably for me to insist that you install Plex, just the client. You don't have to install the server portion, just the client, and give you access to my library, so this way you can just stream it on demand. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, we can cross that bridge another time. But anyway, but hope, um, my hope is that you will at least dip your toe in and give it two, maybe three episodes. Because if by two to three episodes, you're not at least mildly intrigued, then I think it's probably not for you. And the the reason I say that is when I initially uh, started watching this, uh, you know, I said to Aaron, hey, I, I want to watch this, uh, this, this space western that a friend of mine really recommended. And she gave me this look of, are you freaking serious right now? Okay, honey, sure. And so what had happened was, yeah, I was sitting, uh, I was sitting on the couch, and she was sitting on the couch, and I put on the first episode, and she was reading a magazine of some sort, and I see her, you know, kind of glancing up from time to time, looking at the TV as she's reading this magazine. And that was episode one. Episode two, she's more watching than not, but still kind of reading the magazine. By by the end of episode three, the magazine was placed aside, and she was the one asking if we could watch episode four. So that's why I thought maybe Adina might enjoy it. Not to say that, that you know, all women are the same by any stretch of the imagination. But Aaron had no interest in this whatsoever. And I feel like Aaron and Adina are relatively similar. Uh, she had no interest in this whatsoever and ended up loving it. So it is possible that you and or Adina may really enjoy it. In a perfect world, what I would love to do is a is a mini-series of Mike at the Movies, which My is... Oh, God, don't, please don't do this. <laughs> I know you're going to cut this from the release version of the episode, but in case somehow it slips through, listeners, tell Mike how much you'd love a watch-through of, of Firefly with Mike and maybe even Jason Snell. How fun would that be? All right, here's, what, here's what's going to happen, right? This is what's going to happen. I very much plan to watch this television show because you have gifted it to me. To at least try it, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch at least one of them. If I like it and want to watch more, then we may do one or two Mike at the Movies episodes. Hopefully, with the three of us. Ooh, ooh, there is, is this no is way that I would do a like episode by episode because you know it's already 625 million hours of my time. <laughs> How long is it? Is it- was it 625 I honestly minutes? Minutes. I was worried for a moment. Did you really I was think hours into my head. My I, I was, t- yeah, and then I was maybe going to just backtrack on everything. Um, uh, but like, I can't, I can't, just can't add another thing to 
to the list, right? Like watching one episode a week and then talking about it for two hours every week. Like it's just, I just can't do that. But if if I enjoy it, then of course I'm going to want to talk to you about it. And then I may as well have Jason involved as well because I know that he loves the show. So I want to ask you a question or two because I know I know a thing or two about Firefly. Mm-hmm. Just through nerd osmosis over the years. Sure. Is this Blu-ray in the correct order? Ah, I understand the question. I don't know offhand because truth be told, once I ripped it, I typically will watch on Plex if... I watch it all. This is an important question, and I am very proud of you for asking the question, and I am issuing myself one demerit. Or actually, maybe I should start negative one points for the game later, uh, because I do not know the answer offhand, but I will investigate and, and I get back to And I obviously get a point for even knowing no, 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 this. No, 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 My no, understanding no. is... No, I do. I get a point for knowing this. So I'm down My by My understanding is the network... No, I... Well, yeah. I mean, you'll go down <laughs> by one, and I go up by one. Uh, <sighs> Harsh. My understanding is the network that it was on... Um, basically just add the first couple of episodes effectively out of order right yes the the pilot was not aired first because they the fox was the network and they didn't feel like it would grab people or something like that and so so what happens is you get thrown into the middle of this world without the episode that kind of establishes what the world is all about and it's very very wonky so i believe the blu-ray has it in the correct order but i i would like to confirm that before um, you start watching. So you are officially off the hook on watching it until I get back to you with the proper order or at least confirm that the Blu-ray does it right. Well, let me just straight up tell you, I ain't gonna, uh, it's very, very, very unlikely I'll be watching the first episode of within the next th- three weeks. And there's two very good reasons for this. As we record this, I will have taken, hopefully, taken delivery of a Nintendo Switch. Oh, That will be coming by the end of this week. And I am... I'm opening the Blu-ray right now, by the way. I'm ungodly excited for that game's console. So that is going to be taking up a lot of my spare time. Yeah, so I'll see you in six months. Yeah, and also, I have, we have, I've also just booked in an ungodly number of job interviews. Oh, for a second there, I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Jo- oh, right, 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 duh. So we are, as we, I don't know if we mentioned on the show. I don't think we did. Uh, Relay FM is currently hiring for administrative an administrative assistant. That position um, will hopefully be filled in not too distant a future. The application process is over. Um, we have, we have taken applications for like a week or so. We've got a bunch, um, and I have um, a lot of interviews to conduct with me and Stephen do over the next couple of weeks. So it's unlikely that I will. Be watching and taking on a TV show. Plus, we're watching a great show right now um, called Jane the Virgin, which Ooh. is brilliant. It is brilliant. It is a modern telenovela. It is hilarious and so dramatic. It's brilliant. I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend Jane the Virgin to anybody. Did you already finish your watch through of uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah, we we did we got through that. Oh, because we're we're watching it through the first for the for very first time. I don't know if I ever told you that or not, but uh, we're on season four, I think, and we're only doing a couple episodes uh, a night, and it's been taking us forever. But uh, but we've been watching that for the very first time and enjoy it for the most part. It is brilliant. I love that show. It was our second watch through. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking at this disc. track listing thing and it's very confusing to me like this one starts off with serenity parts one and two very confused 
So you're just going to have to tell me if it's in the right order. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'll have to get back to you. So I I understand that you just said that you're you're not going to get to it for a while anyway, nope. but you are officially off the hook and in the balls in my court until I uh until I get that squared away. Yeah, I'm basically look, I I'm trying to set expectations here, you know. Like I have this thing, but we're not we're not going to be talking about it next episode. But it's here. Uh, Casey's gonna bug me about it. I'm oh, sure that will, there will I be ever? A small subset of listeners that bug me about it. Oh, it's gonna be um, most of them. It will happen. I will watch it. Hopefully, I will like it enough that I will want to talk about it with people, and then we'll talk about it, and you can hear it. Oh, that sounds excellent. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Linode. Linode. There, there's no nasty surprises as well. They're nice to me. They don't surprise me in strange ways like Casey does. Let me tell you about <laughs> Linode. They give you fast, powerful hosting for your projects that you can get set up in just seconds. They have easy-to-understand tools that let you choose your resources and Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility that you need. And Linode plans start at just $5 a month for a Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in the Linode cloud. Whether you're just getting started if your first server are deploying a complex system, Linode is right for you. It's never been easier to launch a Linode cloud server. They offer the fastest hardware and the fastest network with fantastic customer support behind it all. They guarantee 99.9% of uptime for server availability. Look, once your Linode server is up, they keep it that way. Linode is great for tasks like running a private Git server, hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating powerful applications, and so much more. Linode has some awesome new pricing options available too. Get a load of this. You can get a server with one gigabyte of RAM for just $5 a month. You can go all the way up now to 16 gigabytes of RAM for $60 a month. And their new two gigabyte plan includes 30 gigabytes of storage now, which it used to just, uh, I think, I can't remember what the storage was before, but look, this is a lot more. And you get two gigabytes of RAM, 30 gigabytes of storage, all for just $10 a month. Linode continues to offer more and more awesome options to meet your server needs. Across the board, they are offering twice the amount of RAM that you'll get elsewhere. As a listener of this show, you can sign up at linode.com slash analog. That's L-I-N-O-D-E dot com slash analog. You'll be supporting the show and also getting $20 towards any plan. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So once again, that's linode.com slash analog. You can learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit or use the promo code analog2017 at checkout. Thank you to Linode for their support of this show. All right. You, (laughs) you, you thought you had one on me, didn't you, Casey Liss? I did have one. A couple of, about a week or so ago, uh, you, you sent me, well, first you sent me a message at what was 7.58 p.m. your time I was asleep, which said, you up, question mark, which a couple of people picked up upon, which is hilarious. Like, you know, like, you up, like, hey, baby, you up. (laughs) <laughs> that's did you not did you notice those jokes like people no, because it I is funny didn't. right you're messaging me at like 2 a.m like you up i that's honestly it. did not notice that and uh then i messaged you the next day and say i was not and then you sent me a selfie and then i sent you a selfie because we're showing off our beards and then what happened was subsequent like three more images of you removing your beard and then me uh, basically saying that I hate you, and as I quite rightly pointed out, it was a tale of heartbreak. You set me up, and you destroy me. So people can go and see this in the show notes. And you thought, so this this is how I think, right? 
you think to yourself, I have something really funny. Mm-hmm. I have something really funny that people are going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have something that's, that people are really going to like when they see it because it's funny. They're going to watch. They're going to enjoy the breakdown uh, of, of this of these events. Yeah. So you you collect up these screenshots and you post them on Twitter. Well, it's more than that, though, right? Because the, I don't remember what I was going to do if you had said you were awake. Maybe I was just going to send them right then. I don't recall what I was thinking at the time. But as I was shaving off my beard, I had Aaron in there with me to take progress shots periodically. Uh, as I'm I wonder doing... if they were selfies. Okay. No, no, no. This is Aaron taking pictures of me as, as this is going on because mm-hmm. I knew full well that I was going to do the ultimate troll the follow whatever I spoke to you next, whatever time that may be. And so as I'm shaving it off, I, I take these or I have Aaron take these pictures. And so like you said, the following morning, oh yes, I'm here and I send you that uh that first shot of me with my my beard and you get all excited about it. You send a, you reciprocate, you send your own picture, and then I start just absolutely destroying you. And yep. um you had to cover up, which I really appreciate that you covered up some horrific obscenities with, with large emoji. <laughs> Uh, because there were some horrific obscenities, uh, which I think were completely warranted, considered the situation. So you post this, <laughs> these screenshots on Twitter, the screenshots of mine and your Slack conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh boy, did it backfire on you, buddy. You, I think, effectively had people all day saying how much better you looked before. <laughs> Even your own spouse... Like, cause you drag her into the conversation. You drag her in, and you're like, "Oh, it's up to Aaron." And then Aaron's tweet was like, "Why are you gonna bring me into this?" Which I thought was amazing because you don't know you don't bring her into this because she made her <laughs> point a long time before. She said, "You knew my faults pre-shave." So I'm assuming, that, which I, I I'm very sure of this, that she decided uh, that well, she she maybe passed uh, a thought that she didn't want you to shave the amazing, hey. quite clear, amazing beard that you had on your face. She she never outright said no. She had basically said, yeah, whatever you want to do. And I, I think she really didn't mean that. Like, I don't think she was just placating me that, that you know, if I wanted to do it, do it. If if I wanted to leave it, leave it. Um, I, I, I guess if she were forced to make a choice, she probably would have had me leave it. But... Um, but no, at that point, I, I think had, we're in the same club. Yeah, me, me and your wife on this yeah, one, probably. I, at that point, I had been waffling the the week prior, and I'd actually had like two or three days where I was like, you know what, I actually kind of like this. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but a switch flipped, and I was like, yeah. oh god, get this off my face you need right to talk now. To me, when these situations are occurring, <laughs> it's like basically, so many people said how good it looked on you, right? Like, and these aren't necessarily people that like beers, but it. It looked good on you, right? <laughs> it did. So here's the thing: you play like this is you. You have succumbed to a triple threat here because you played the whole situation wrong, right? With, <laughs> How did with the I screenshots, play it wrong. The screenshots, right? Because because uh, people are seeing what you're doing to me. Uh, you're a meanie, right? Because not only did you do it, you shared it with the world, and you look good with a beard. You set yourself up for a triple threat here. Mm-hmm. You played this one wrong. I so also, I would like to just share with our listeners a lesson that many people, or at least I don't know many people, but at least I know this about Casey. You need to be ready for him to post any private message that you share at any moment, which may even include 
selfies <laughs> that you think are just going to be between one person. You need to be prepared. Like after this whole thing uncovered, I assumed you were going to be sharing this. So like you got to go into any conversation you have with this guy knowing <laughs> that he could share it with the entire world. So it's funny you bring that up because hand on heart, as I was assembling my series of screenshots to tweet, which I am still deeply proud of. As a t- oh, it, it, it's 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 an excellent troll, but I think it backfired. Right, on you. right, right. So whether or not it backfired, like leaving that aside for a second, I am currently patting my literally. Or I'm sorry, we've been watching Parks and Rec lately. I am literally patting myself on the back uh, because I think that this was. Oh, I think I said this to you before, right? Like how much that character reminds me of you, or maybe maybe me and Adina spoke about this. <laughs> I'm not sure what to think about it all. The the positivity and delivery of Rob Lowe's character, who is Chris Traeger, lot of similarities to you, man. Wow, I, I think that's a compliment, but I'm not really sure. Well, the delivery thing is neither a, neither here nor there, compliment or non compliment, right? Like it's just I think the way that you emphasize some words is similar to him, but the positivity is definitely a compliment. Oh well, thanks, but uh, yeah. So I, I was literally patting myself on the back just a moment ago, but anyway, uh, I, I I really think the troll was supremely executed, and when you sent that that selfie, I actually was alarmed for a moment because. I wasn't sure how I was going to like strip that and to have like pixelated it would have made it look like you had sent me a picture of something really naughty. And, and so for that is another thing that we do. Yeah, totally all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and so for a fleeting moment, I was like, Oh crap, I really didn't want him to do that. And then I examined it for a few moments to make sure that there was nothing on your face that you should be embarrassed by. There was nothing in the background that you should be embarrassed by that just generally speaking, everything was on the up and up. Now I couldn't ask you whether, well, I should have, but I didn't ask you if I could post it because that would have ruined the whole joke. But I was genuinely seeking out and searching for any reason why you would be upset for me having posted this other than the general break of trust that you had said that to me privately <laughs> and I uh, and, and I posted it anyway. Well, I appreciate your vigilance. I did expect that, though, of you when I saw it. Like, I had assumed that you had spent some time looking at it. This is another thing I know, right? Casey will send your private messages out to the world, <laughs> only but, if, he, but only you can trust that he will be respectful of checking them first. Yeah, if things were truly not on the up and up, I would have done something to uh, obfuscate it or otherwise uh, prevent it from being obvious that something was amiss. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yes, I was supremely proud of that troll. I was cackling mm-hmm. with delight. I was smug as smug can be. And then the tweets started rolling in. And, and certainly not everyone thought hashtag Mike was right, but I will concede that the majority of people did say hashtag Mike was right. So let's get into to what I was thinking about. I said this this little this one little thing, this headline, which mm-hmm. which spawned the rest of today's episode, basically. Mm-hmm. So uh, I saw this yesterday that uh, as we're recording this, that uh, Elon Musk has announced that in 2018, SpaceX is going to be flying two tourists around the moon. So, like, as part of a of a mission, like a shuttle mission that they're working on, they're cooperating with NASA. I think, from what I can gather, just from the few little pieces that I read on this, I've not I've not really dived into it. Um, I'm very sure that the episode that look, yeah, it's 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 
I'm sure covered in uh, in liftoff. Um, I guess or it will be covered in liftoff at some point. Um, you can go go check out that show on Relay FM if you're interested in space stuff. That they, you know, if you want to get a bit more about this, but anywho, I'm sure that you know, they were probably planning some kind of around the moon shuttle mission uh, at some point because they're building this stuff at SpaceX. Two private individuals have said that they want to pay to do this and they're going to go through all the training and all that sort of stuff beforehand. These are two people, uh, apparently, they are not from Hollywood, but they know each other. That's all that has been shared about these two people right now. So these two regular Joes or Janes uh, are going to be going in a shuttle operated by SpaceX on, I'm going to naturally assume, an early shuttle mission for them. Maybe their first, maybe not many more. Um, but they're gonna, they have decided that they want to go and take this trip around the moon. So I wondered, what would it take for me or you to go to space so i have a few questions here to try and understand like what our thresholds are for a trip to space so would you be a part of any first trips like how many people or how long would it have to be into like a space like a tourist space program before you would Aboard a craft. I can't imagine ever desiring to be in the first like five years of a of a transportation device going into space. Like, no, thank you. That is not safe enough for me. I don't why would I even want to go to space in the first place? Well, I mean, who knows, right? I mean, there could be many reasons. I have latter questions, which may explore some of these reasons. But just as like a pure, like, it is a thing you can do for not that much money, you can go into space. Like, but that could just mean that, like, you go up, you see the curvature of the Earth, right? Like, you go into, like, like low orbit space sort of stuff that, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you could maybe just go up, see some things, or you pop out into space for a couple of hours and just come back in again, right? Just just for the sake of going to space, right? Um, like, is, you know, is that a thing? And I guess for you, it's a long time. I think for me, I don't think it would be that long. I think it would be a couple of years, but, like, many, many, many hundreds, if not thousands of successful trips would have to have occurred, right? Like, but you know, if they were doing these a couple of times a day, you know, I would I would maybe do it after a couple of years. I think maybe two years would be enough for me. Yeah, I I can understand that. I mean, I think it would take a few years for me though. You know, and it's funny you bring up um, seeing the curvature of the of the Earth. I don't know if I have it on Plex or not. I don't see it here. But James May many years ago now. Um, did a series like Man on the Moon or something like that. I forget exactly what it was called, but basically he it was like a very it was a mini series where he trained for and then eventually went up in an in a regular airplane, but an airplane well not I guess not super regular, but it's it's a traditional airplane I guess I should say, but that airplane can get high enough that you can see the curvature of the Earth from within the plane, and I think 
I don't recall. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it might have even been like marginally less gravity, like noticeably less gravity. Um, In any case, it's a really, really good series. And that I can get behind because you're still mostly on Earth. You're still mostly in the place that you've always been your entire life uh it yeah just no seems... i think i think for the sake of this conversation we're talking like you're 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 up you're like you're gone you know okay basically technology that isn't readily available to people today mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. all right so would you can you imagine a scenario or like what would it take for you to go on a one-way space trip I can't, I mean, I can't imagine a scenario where I would desire to do that. Like, what, what, why, I, I just, I don't understand why one would want to do that unless you were, like, truly and utterly alone. Like, so let's say there was some godforsaken accident where Aaron and Declan have passed away or had, or I, I am utterly convinced that there's nothing I can do in my, in, in my lifetime to get them to talk to me again for some reason and my parents and my friends are all the same way. Like, maybe. you keep sharing private conversations with people, and you might be that <laughs> touche. Um, but you know what I mean. Like, I, 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 mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand. I, I can't fathom a situation I would be in where I would want to look at all of the people that I that I deeply care for and just be like, yeah, I'll never see you again. Have fun. All right, well, what if it is a not-you-on-your-own situation, but you're going to go live on another planet? Would you live on another planet, do you think? Maybe if it had already been trailblazed, and not to say it's cushy, but it's been the hard stuff is done. Yeah, yeah, it's been terraformed, the hard stuff is done, or mostly hard stuff is done. I just, I don't think I'm cut out to be that kind of a trailblazer. Like I, I, I've never gone camping in my life. And the closest thing I've done to camping is going to a hotel where they didn't have air conditioning or a TV in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's just, and I understand that makes me like, I don't know any number of adjectives that you can choose, but it's just not really my thing. I like, I like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't mean to sound flippant, but I like my life. I don't want to, I don't want to leave my life behind. I like my friends. I like my family. I, I like my job. And, and although, I mean, I could see giving up my job, uh, I don't want to give up on all these relationships. And I, I'm hard-pressed for coming up with a scenario where I would be willing to do that. But what about you? Um, there has to be reasons. Like, if the reasons make sense, you know, like maybe that there is a, a likelihood of living longer or if there is, um, you know, and, and that I know that I would be able to, be with a subset of the most important people in my life, that kind of thing, then then maybe I would do it. But like the, the there have to be some pretty strong reasons. You know, like um let's say that it was pretty, it was like a seventy five percent chance that the Earth was gonna get hit by an asteroid. Okay. You know? Well yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So you would then? Uh if I thought that my ability to live on the Earth was potentially going to be taken away, then and I could take my family, at least my immediate family, with me, then maybe. Okay. Okay. What about Virgin Galactic, then? It's the one that's maybe closest to us. This is where they will take you mostly into space. There's weightlessness. Um, what do you think about something like that? Uh, I'm not too terribly familiar with it, truth be told. Uh, the way you're describing it, 
It's reasonable. It sounds like what James but would may you have be, done. Would you go early on that? Not early, no. Certainly. See, not. I would go relatively early on that. I think. No. Well, okay. So maybe within the first year. To put things in perspective, I am like money, no object. Let's say I just I've fallen onto a, a pretty significant significant sum of money. I am really interested in the idea of flying the Concorde, which I th- we talked about a couple episodes ago. Obviously, it's not flying right now, but let's just say for the sake of discussion that the Concorde comes back tomorrow, and I have a lot of money. I would be deeply interested in flying the Concorde, but I'm still not sure I would do it because of the problems that they had before it got grounded. And even if they said, no, 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 we fixed them, we're positive we fixed them, I would still wait a year or two before I did it. Does, does that okay. kind of establish where my threshold is? Yes, and this is what I was looking for because there is another part to today's episode where me and you are going to play another little game. The most dangerous game? Potentially. But let me take a break and thank Pingdom for supporting this week's episode. You can start monitoring your websites and servers today at pingdom.com slash analog. You'll get a 14-day free trial. When you enter the offer code analog at checkout, you'll get 20% off your first invoice. Rather than... uh, Talking about Pingdom, as I usually do, I want to tell you a little story. Um, as we record today, uh, AWS, the Amazon Web Services, <laughs> have been mostly down uh, for, for a lot of time today. This hit Relay FM. We were down. Or the web, our website was down for a little while. And uh, we knew about this because... I received an email from Pingdom, so did Stephen. He also received a text message and a push notification from them today because Pingdom let me know that our website was down before I did. And I knew that Ping- that everything was okay again because I received another email telling me that our website was back up again two and a half hours later. And when, honestly, like, in years past, if if some kind of... If something had hit a server or whatever, I would be like frantically checking it. But I really was kind of just chill about it and was just waiting for Pingdom to let me know again. Because I know through speaking about Pingdom as often as we do, that they're checking my website like every couple of minutes, every minute with their global test servers, right? Like, I know that they're going to let me know when everything's A-OK again, and they did. There was also a thing, uh, Pingdom have a live map where you can go and see all of the outages that they're detecting, that thing was lit up like a Christmas tree today. (laughs) Which also put my mind at rest. Because seeing that, like seeing the 400,000 outages that they detect on a regular day, I mean, I can't even imagine how many outages it must have been today that they were detecting. I mean, they they had a counter. I, I wish I could remember how many tens of thousands of websites they were reporting, like every second or whatever it was today. Like, it's like counter of how many outages there were at a given time um but like just seeing all of these like little lights pop up was kind of making me feel better about the fact that my website was down so it's like <laughs> what are you gonna do 
All you need to do is give Pingdom the URL you wish to monitor and they'll take care of the rest. When they detect an outage, you'll be immediately alerted so you can either fix the error, if it's something you can fix, or just feel better about the fact that knowing you're part of many people who are hit by AWS going down. You don't want to be caught out when someone wants to access your site. If there's something you can do, you want to be able to do it as quickly as you can. That's why you need Pingdom. Check it out today and you'll be the first to know when your website's down. Go to pingdom.com slash analog for a 40 day free trial use the code analog at checkout you'll get 20% off your first invoice thanks to Pingdom for supporting this show and for giving me a little bit of peace of mind today when my website was hit uh, by some outages so we're going to play a game alright talking about this space stuff or thinking about this space stuff led me down the, the, the rabbit hole of how daring we are me and you <laughs> Now, I think between the two of us, the level of daring is is low, low to middling at the best of times. <laughs> so I kind of started googling around for like like what are some what are some extreme activities that somebody can put themselves into, and I came across a BuzzFeed article which was just titled "36 Extreme Outdoor Activities to Try Before You Die." That was enough for me. I didn't look at the list. There are 36 things here, so I've decided we're going to play a game today. For if me or you have done anything on this list, we get two points for everything that we have done. We will get one point for everything that we would do in our life, right? Read a thing, be like, yeah, I would do that. Or like, I would want to do that, right? Okay. And then at the end of it, we just see who the most daring is. I can already tell you that this is going to be your second consecutive win, but I am happy to play the game. I'm going to play honestly as well. So, Oh, yeah, me too. But I, I am not a daring person, so I, I have a feeling I know the way this is going to go. But let's do it. Number one on this list is volcano boarding. Now, all we get really is an image here. Volcano boarding. And from what I can tell, this is like sledding on a volcano. Uh, okay. I wouldn't do this. Well, now so we... I would go and 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 like observe um, an active volcano. You know, like I would go mm-hmm. and look at one sure. because you know you could be like you can have a good sense based on trends as to whether it's going to blow up today. And you know, there, there is a lot of like telemetry and stuff which are done to these things. But I don't think I would get on a sled and go down it. Yeah, if it's the outside of the volcano, sure, I would. But if it's, like, toward the center on the inside, no. Well, I mean, it's not that, is it? But it's racing down an active volcano, on apparently. the outside. So are we saying this is the outside or the inside? I can't tell. Because well, if it's the outside, I'm all in. If it's the inside, not a chance. Yeah, so you would get on a sled and go down the side of a mountain. I mean, probably. It doesn't look that steep here. I mean, we climbed up uh, Vesuvius when we were in uh, Pompeii, and that's technically, I don't know if you would call it active, but it's not dormant. What is volcano boarding? <laughs> volcano surfing, also known as ash boarding or volcano boarding. Potential dangers include falling off and getting cut by volcanic ash, breathing poisonous oh. gases, or being hit by flying molten lava. Yeah, see, the way you describe it there, no. All right, great. So we know that neither of us are going to do this. Yeah, that sounds like a... Canyon swing lining. What in the world? Let me scroll down. Swinging down a canyon 
Canyon swing lining. What do you think so, about this then? It doesn't, it looks sort of like zip lining, except not, I guess, because it looks as though you're, it's, it's like a cross between zip lining and bungee jumping and no freaking way. Yeah. So you, well, from what I can see here is that like Canyon swing lining, yeah, you're effectively being swung out over a Canyon. Yeah, I think so. That's that's what I'm getting from this as well. Hmm. A canyon. I'm looking at like some other images here. It looks like you kind of from one ed- once one side of the canyon to another, you're swinging across it. Uh, that's how I'm reading it. And no, yeah, not happening. Hmm. Now I don't know if bungee jumping is on this list, right? Mm-hmm. But I will say now, I would bungee jump. In the right Ooh. circumstances, I would go bungee jumping. So, I am going to say that, like, if everything looked on the up and up, I would maybe do this. Because I don't think it's that different to bungee jumping. I think really. you're probably right. And that is one point for you and zero for me. I mean, not like if right. everything like looked like super legit, you know, then then I would then I would maybe do this. All right, tree camping. So this is camping suspended from the ground in a tree. I don't see why this would be bad, assuming you're not like eighty-four miles up in the air. The picture is like is maybe like. Five six feet, feet off yeah. the ground. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I would do this. I would do this. As I said to you earlier, I this is not. I, I would not say I desire to do such a thing, but this is something I would do. Because I don't like camping because you're on the ground. Well, you're not on the ground. Okay, so that's two points for Mike, one for me. Yep. I'm keeping note of this, by the way, so you don't have to worry. Oh, okay. Now, the next one is cliff face camping, which I'm straight up not doing. Nope. So you're like suspended off a cliff nope. in, a, in a tent. Nope, 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 nope. All right. Co-steering. Co what? Co-steering, co-steering, like mountaineering, but along a coastline. So it, it looks like you hike, swim, and dive. You're effectively traversing a coast. It depends on how violent the waves are. I, I guess. I mean, I think we're to assume they're fr- pretty violent. I guess. Let's look at this picture. I'm looking picture at picture number five here. Yeah. Now look at how that water is like smashing up against the rock. You want to you want to be involved in that mess? No, probably not. Yeah, I'm going to say no to that one too. Bungee jumping. All right, so this is another point for me because I would go bungee jumping. Would you go bungee jumping? Probably not. Like I, I, okay. I it it is it's fifty one percent no, forty nine percent yes. You know, I'm I'm like right on the cusp, but I don't think I could bring myself to do it. I imagine that I would say, yeah, I'll do it, and then I'll go up, and then I'll start to have second thoughts, and then I'll look at the, you know, from the, from the edge of the precipice, and I'll just say, nope, I'm good. I'm going to go back to ground now. Okay. Yeah, bungee jumping, I would do. The next one is mountaineering. Now, my thing about mountaineering is I just have no desire to do this. It's not even like out of a fear factor. I just don't want to. I'm just not interested in climbing a mountain. Like, I'm just not interested in that. Like, that doesn't tick any buttons for me at all. Have you ever been, like, uh, skiing? Because it's sort of kind no, of No, like I've that. never been skiing. Oh, skiing's a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to go skiing 
one day, but no, I've never been skiing. So would you would you go mountaineering? Would you climb a mountain? Like, would you do what these people are doing here, like climbing this snowy mountain? I mean, I would. I don't know that there's something, th- there's nothing, like you said, that, that is pulling me to do this. But yeah, I mean, I would do it. I'm going to give you a point because I just wouldn't do it because I just have literally no interest in what these people are doing right here. I'd, I'd give it a shot. I, I don't know that I would enjoy it a whole heck of a lot, <laughs> but I'd give it a shot. And then looking at, all right, hang gliding. Oh, hell no. So here's the thing. I have a fear of heights. Now, I don't know what would happen to me when I'm standing on the edge of the bungee jumping situation. But, like, you kind of, by the time you get there, by the time that the heights will be able to have an effect on me, it's too late, right? Because you you're just going to go, right? Hang gliding is a whole different scenario for me because with the bungee jumping, like, I know how it goes in my brain, right? Where, like, the fear of heights is not a fear anymore when you're already going towards the ground. Like, your fear of heights is diminishing by the fact that you're hurtling towards the ground. And the fear that is going on at that point is the fear and exhilaration of hurtling towards the ground, right? (laughs) In a hang gliding scenario, it is just like sustained fear of heights for a long period of time. So I ain't doing that. I'm not going anywhere near that. I I think I would. Oh, look at you now. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because in my hypothetical here, I have been trained appropriately to do it. And presumably... I wouldn't be doing like a, I I I I don't know anything about hang gliding, gliding, but I would assume I can do it at a height that's only lightly terrifying instead of totally terrifying. I think I would, but only on with the understanding that I've been trained appropriately. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Storm chasing. Ugh. It's funny because uh, with with uh, Bill Paxton having just passed away, the poor guy, um, Twister's come up a lot recently. Did you see Twister? Never seen Twister. <gasps> oh, that should be a mic at the movies. Oh, my word, that should be a mic at the movies. What do I have, 90s? That's 90s. We should put that on the list. Oh, we should Are you keeping a list? A list? Uh, we had a spreadsheet once upon a time. Mm, did we? Yes. I don't remember that. That's we'll a... put it on your spreadsheet then. I don't uh. remember that spreadsheet. Yeah, I have literally no interest in storm chasing. The idea of going towards danger, I'm not up for that. Like, like going to what? See, this is the thing, right? So all these things are dangerous, but they're dangerous within like a. There can be safety checks, right? Like the bungee jumping scenario, I could be happy with it if they like they have a, like a you know, there is a safety record and there are procedures, right? And I feel like it can be safe. Mother Nature. She does not have safety checks, <laughs> right? That, so I'm not up for that. Fair enough. Um, I don't think I would do this. No, no, no. You wouldn't go chasing a storm. You're no. not going to go looking after, looking for a twister. No, as much as I do think it's very cool, and I think it would, it, especially now that I'm like a budding photographer. Um, mm. I, I think mm. that 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 appeals to me as well, but I can't imagine actually doing it. Unless now I am, I agree with you. I do not get awarded a point. But if I was in one of those like freaking tank storm chasing like cars that are like basically road going tanks, I would consider it then. But but for the purposes of this game, no, I would not go storm chasing. Parascending. Parascending? So this is where you you are in a little seat on a with a parachute attached to it. You've been pulled along by a boat. 
Oh, parasailing. I don't know why it's called parasending. That's weird. I think parasending is a balloon term for a couple of different things, uh, including parasailing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would try that for sure. Yeah, me too. So we're both going to take that one. Now, the next one is paramotoring, where Ooh, like you yeah, have yeah. a motor attached to your back. Now, you see, this is giving me too much control over it. I understand that. I would say I would do it again, assuming I had the proper training. Not like 10 minutes at the like, you know, tourist trap beach place. I'm saying no, like... No, th- this is you. This is just you, Casey Liss. So I just... You're at the beach, I just, right? pitch up and i strap this thing to my back and go yeah oh hell yeah. no like this is this is the, under the same like how much training do you have for a bungee jump or a power sail oh, right like no. you don't Mm-mm. right this, okay so good i wanted to just set that expectation like in this neither of us are professionals in this thing this is like you going to experience a thing right like all of these things are like just under the regular how you would experience this but then you should take away my hang gliding point because that was on the proviso that I would have some amount of training in it. Well, you would have the regular amount of training that a human being would need to go hang gliding. And I, I don't see. think okay. that's a lot, honestly. Okay, fair enough. All Dog right. sledding. I think this would be fun for like a day, preferably without the nighttime. I was, I was thinking like 10 minutes. Yeah, as well, much as I would uh, Sure. Okay, but, but my, my point is that like what Richard Hammond did in one of my favorite all-time episodes of of Top Gear. No, sir. But just going out for a couple hours and coming back, sure, why not? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think that'd I'll be fun. That. I like dogs. Hot air ballooning. Uh, this one's tough. So there's um there's a resort that is in Charlottesville. And Aaron and I Charlottesville, North Carolina. Uh, you know, and I didn't. No? I didn't know. It's that you're thinking of Charlotte, North Carolina. Were you trolling me, or were you being serious? Um. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. There's Charlotte, North Carolina, where there's a big. There airport. is a Charlottesville, North Carolina. Is there? Isn't there? Well, Google Google says yes, but then it's just taken me to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, there you go. So Charlottesville, Virginia, where Aaron and I met, where we used to live. <laughs> were you really just trolling? No. Oh, God. City of Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah, there, there you is. go. There's a resort there um, called the Boar's Head Inn. Aaron and I have been there uh, many, many times. And they do hot air balloons out of there. And I've always wanted to do it, but there have been a couple of fatal hot air balloon accidents, not necessarily with the Boar's Head Inn. I don't think it was Boar's Head that, that we're putting them on. I think it was somebody else. But the, well, I, I mean, but there's been fatal accidents of everything. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's but, died podcasting. Which, my point is that there have been local fatal accidents and and again i'm not okay. saying it was the boar's head i think it was somebody else but i bring up the boar's head because aaron and i've talked about going to the boar's head inn and doing a hot air balloon ride i think i would but man i'm right on the edge just like bungee jumping except bungee jumping i said no this i think i would but it's close man i'm gonna give you that point um i would not do it this is the fear of heights thing and a basket with a material which has fire bent no, <laughs> oh, all right look i think i know where this one's gonna go base jumping absolutely not yeah so this is where you jump off of a high thing just with a parachute strap yeah what back. is it building something span something it's actually an acronym if memory serves base oh jumping. really yeah i think that's right 
okay. shoot, what is building abs sailing something exciting? There you go. That's what it stands for. What? No, it doesn't. Buildings, antennas, spans, and earth. There you go. So jumping off a tall building, off a tall antenna, off off a span or a bridge, really, or just jumping off of something very of a tall mountain. This okay. intrigues me. I think it's super interesting and super cool in a much more appealing way to do skydiving than actual skydiving. But oh, no, I still crazy. couldn't bring myself to do it. No way. No way. Because the problem with base jumping over skydiving is you immediately have the sense of scale. That's an interesting point. So where you're jumping from, everything's moving at you incredibly quickly. But when you're jumping out of a plane, it seems I think it would feel like it takes a lot longer because you're higher yeah, up. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like you immediately watch the windows of the building flying by you at the rate in which you're <laughs> falling. Yeah, right? Yeah. Which brings us to skydiving. Nope. Yes. Yeah, you and Aaron can go. She wants to go. Last I, I would heard. do it. I would do it strapped to a person. Oh, yeah, totally. I wouldn't do it by myself, even after, well, maybe after I've done a gazillion do, uh, you know, uh, two-person jumps, but no. Nope. No, thank you. I'll pass. Thanks. All right. Let's take a break here before we do the, the next, what, like 17 or something? 27? I don't know where we are. 20? 20-something? 21. 22? 21. Where are we? 21? 21. Okay, so before we do the next 21, uh, let's take a break and thank our final sponsor for this week's episode. Um, That is Blue Apron, the number one recipe delivery service that has the freshest ingredients for less than $10 a meal. Blue Apron will deliver to you seasonal recipes along with fresh, high-quality ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron sets the highest standards for their ingredients that help them build their community of home chef. These ingredients, let's say, for example, you're talking about produce. Their produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals, and their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. They care about where their produce comes from. They care about the ingredients they're going to be putting in your home to help you cook these meals they care about supporting a more sustainable food system and part of this as well i think is like in waste right like blue apron send you what you need you're not going to be wasting food when you get blue apron stuff because everything's proportioned like you get these proportioned ingredients that you can prepare with these lovely step-by-step recipe cards in less than 40 minutes it's going to take you to put together a blue apron meal let me tell you some of the ingredients that you're going to get some of the meals you're going to get to put together chipotle glazed meatloaf with crispy potatoes spinach and mozzarella gnocchi with cheesy garlic bread or creamy beef ragu oh my word what is this word e-l-i-c-o-i-d-a-l-i pasta I tried to copy Sorry, it down Federico. as you were typing but I got nothing Okay, uh, pasta. It's it's a type of pasta with spinach and cheddar cheese. Sounds very nice, you know. Creamy beef ragu pasta with spinach and cheddar cheese. That's that sounds right up my alley. Uh, it's just a shame that I can't say the name of the pasta. It happens every now and then. Blue Apron's food is so nice and fancy that sometimes I can't pronounce it. 
You can choose a variety of new recipes every week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Their freshest guarantee means that every ingredient arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them, and Blue Apron deliver to 99% of the continental U.S. You can check out this week's menu and get three meals for free with your first purchase, including free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash analog. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. Visit blueapron.com slash analog. We'd like to thank them for their support of this show and Relay FM. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And someone's going to... There's going to be someone who... Uh, many people who tell me how to pronounce that word. Well, I am equally clueless. Wait, what's the score right now? Uh, we are at five apiece. Oh, interesting. Neither okay. of us have, have done any of these things so far. Yeah. Uh, bridge climbing, uh, as pictured in this image where there's like a staircase and something to hold on to. Yeah, I think I would do it. Now, I've, yeah, me seen, too. I've seen plenty of other bridges where it is considerably more dangerous looking. And in that case, no. But as pictured, I would. Me too. Now, zip lining. No, I've, I have zip lined. Like, not like this person in this image, but I have <laughs> zip lined. I absolutely would try this. I would very much like to try this, in fact. But I, I have see. Not I'm not sure how to how to gauge this. Like, I have ziplined, but like it's been a small zipline. Yeah, I mean, if it's more than, I, I honestly don't know what the ziplining experience you had was. If it's if you're if you were in the air as l- much distance as a soccer field, then I would count that as something you have done. All right, I've not done that. I mean, you've really set the. the oh, I didn't think that's very that, high. A, no, a uh, soccer field. That's not that much. I mean, it's it's, it's it's a large distance. Anyway, I'm, we're going to go with one point each on this, and then uh, we would both do it. I don't know. I mean, I'll leave it up to you. The way you're talking about it, it sounds like you I deserve mean, two, but... No, 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 no. I have done it, but I've not done a, a soccer field. Skiing. Now, I have never skied, but would like to ski. I'm assuming you have skied. Yeah, um... Only a couple times in my life, only once, it probably really counts, but uh, I have absolutely done it, done it and uh, it is super fun. I would also snowboard. Would you snowboard? I, I, certainly, I certainly would try it. Uh, skateboarding and wakeboarding and things of that nature, when I've tried it, I've not been terribly good at it. However, I would certainly try snowboarding, yeah. What about surfing? Again, in the in the category of things where you have to have really good balance, uh I would probably try it. I don't have any particular t- desire to do so, but I would try it. Me too. White water, white water rafting. Have I? No, I've never done this. Have I? Uh, yeah, I would. I would try it. I would try it too. What about mountain biking? It's number twenty-two here. Uh, I've done it uh, in a relatively tame fashion, though. It sounds like this might not count as two if your ziplining experience didn't count as two. There was a time when I was in high school where uh, a dear friend of mine and I went on—I think it was like a five or ten mile, like through the woods mountain biking experience, which involved uh, like filling up a water bottle with stream water and putting like iodine tablets or whatever it is in there it doesn't matter if i got that wrong but something along those lines to purify the water uh i remember vividly to this day getting in the shower when i got home and the water at the bottom of the shower was like brown from all the mud that i was getting off of my body and and i was you know obviously fully clothed when i was when i was on the bike um it was pretty intense, and I think I was yeah, sore. I think we're going to give you this. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate it. it I, I feel like it. It's 
on the edge, but um, but yeah, I was sore for like a week or two afterwards because I certainly rode a bike from time to time, but not like that. Oof. But it was fun. It was certainly fun. All right. I I would not do this. What? Why not? I'm not comfortable on a bicycle. Interesting. Huh. So by my count right now, I may have lost count, but by my count, you're up 15 to 12. Wow. Well, who knew? Because I can't remember if I gave you the points for this. I think I did. So I'm going to say, but that seems about right. Yeah, I think that's that about right. You've jumped ahead two points there. Wing walking. Absolutely would do this. Really? No. Are you kidding me? No freaking way. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, no, not. Me neither. So, me neither. For, so for what, let me paint you a word picture. Take a uh, biplane, like a 1930s era biplane, and you ha- are strapped to a post on the upper wing. So you are standing up on top of a plane while it's in the air. Absolutely not. Yeah, me neither. Cliff jumping? Uh, for a varying definition of clip, cliff, I have done this. I have done this at heights of probably 10 or 20 feet, which is approximately what's pictured here. So I guess that counts. I'm going to give you another one. You are the most daring podcaster. Yeah, I don't know about I that. I would do this. Oh, it's super especially fun. Especially... From what's here, yeah, I would do this, but I've not, I've not done it, not for any reason. I just don't think I've been in a situation where I could do it. Sure, hovercrafting. Oh, I would absolutely try this. Are you kidding? Hovercrafts yeah, awesome. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've been on a big one. I've never even been on a big one. Oh, I'm jealous. I don't think that counts here. Uh, bouldering. I think the implication here is that you do not have any sort of safety equipment, and thus my answer That's, is no. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no way. Uh, windsurfing? I'll try windsurfing. I would try it, yeah. I don't, I don't know that I'd be good at it, because here again, balance, but uh, yeah, I'd try it. Uh, what about water skiing? I've done it. This no, is, this is look at you. I'm really impressed with myself. I am, I'm smiling ear to ear. I'm really proud of myself. I've never felt this athletic in my life. Uh, yeah, I've done it. Super I would fun. try it. I would try it, but I've never done it. Now, I've not done, uh, What's uh, there's a term for it. I don't remember what it is, but I've not done single ski water skiing. I've only ever done it with two skis. Um, no, well, that, I mean, obviously you're out now. You, you didn't, yeah. you know. But, uh, <laughs> but, but no, I, uh, yeah, water skiing's fun. And uh, actually my dad, um, and, and his brother, my uncle, um, they had a lake house um, when they were growing up. And so both of them could do the uh, single ski routine as pictured here. And they were both pretty good at it. It was pretty impressive. Well, look at that now. Look at you. Yeah. You're pulling away here. Okay, so the sand yachting. I would certainly try it. Um, so this is this is like a, a character. He uh, is on a, like a little little cart cart type thing it's got a few wheels on it he's laying down and he's got like a sail so it's like it's like windsurfing but on sand i would do this too yeah i think that would be fun kite surfing so this is this is uh water skiing but instead of behind a boat you've got a kite. <laughs> it's an interesting way of phrasing it but uh yeah i, I I'd try it. I mean, I mean, I'll try it. I wouldn't be able to do it, but I'd yeah, sure yeah, try exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What about kiteboarding? So this is that, but on the ground with a skateboard. I'm going to go with yes, but I'm less confident in it because when you land... I don't think I'd want to do this one because, yeah, there's ground and not water. Mm, yeah, you know what? You've convinced me. Put me down for a no on that one. Okay. Uh, what about mountain boarding? Mountain boarding. So this is basically combining skateboarding with mountain biking. 
Um, yeah. I would not do this, I don't think. No, me neither. Zorbing. So this is where oh. you're in that big inflatable <laughs> ball. I would certainly try, yeah. I think that'd be interesting. So would I. I, w- I would very much like to try that. Uh, caving? All right, so it depends on your definition. Is this like a touristy thing where you just are walking into a cave that's been established as a tourist trap, or are you like trailblazing into a cave that, that has no... I'm going to say tourist. Oh, then yeah, I've done it. Luray oh Caverns God. in, in uh, northern-ish Virginia. I've never done it, but actually, I would try it. Oh, it's super fun. Uh, I've done it several times, actually, especially even as a kid. Um, but, I mean, I, it sounds... I don't know why this is really that dramatic, though, truth be told, because the, the sorts of caving I've done is just walking into a tourist trap. I mean, they're super interesting and super fun, but it's not particularly dangerous. Well, whatever. Uh, glacier hiking. If the safety was right, I would do this. Yeah, I feel the same way, but I think you should count me as a no, because all I see is about how the glaciers are melting, and that scares me. Okay. Extreme ironing is the final one. What? (laughs) Iron while you go hang gliding or surfing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is real or not. I'm guessing this is a real thing. It's a real thing. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. Yeah, I know about this. This is like a whole thing. You, there's I mean, a, there's another link, another BuzzFeed link about extreme ironing here, and it shows people ironing in places. I mean, I, I I mean, sure. I have no desire to do this, but yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, I would not do it. Like it's you know, of all the things on this list, it's yeah, not seriously. one of the most scary. I mean, all you're asking me to do is bring some props on a thing I'm already doing. Right. Exactly. You know. Do you want to know what the score is? I would love to know what the score is. So. By my count, which could be sketchy, but we're going to say this is the official count. Uh, I have 22 points. Mm-hmm. You have 28. Nice. Because you, you really snuck in a few. Like, you were timid in some where I would try things and you wouldn't. But there were multiple things on this list that you have actually done. Well, I'm very I don't think there myself. was anything on this list that I actually got the points for having done. Well, look at me go. Wow, that's exciting. Right? I can I, let me just have one last scan through this. Did I do any of these things? No. I mean that no. Still no. I mean we were unsure about zip lining, but we definitely decided that I hadn't done that based upon like at least the image that was being shown to us. No, I didn't ski or snow. No, I didn't I haven't done any of this. Wow. You multiple things on this list you have done. Look at me. Wow, I'm Look proud. Look at you. Look at you now. Look at you. All right. Well, with that, uh, on that bombshell, I guess it's time to end. 